This is a broadcast of Holland United Church of Christ. At Holland UCC, we seek to open the mind and engage the heart. We are a community of justice, peace, and affirmation in Holland, Michigan, where everyone is welcome to the table. Hey friends, Ryan here. We are going to um, try something a little bit different. Um, Brian and I talked about just playing with, experimenting with um, some some voice recordings. That way um, people can listen to some of these contemplative sessions when they're uh, walking or, um, you know, you don't have to be sitting there in, in, in front of your phone or a computer and watching, just listening. So we decided we would uh, give this a whirl. So we definitely welcome your feedback. Um, so please feel free to reach out to one of us or leave comments or whatever you feel comfortable with and, and let us know how you find this between um, the, you know, the Facebook Live like we've been doing for the past, um, what, more more than a year and the, the voice. So, yeah. Um, anyway, why don't we um, transition to the practice? So, Today, we are going to focus on something, a contemplative, a contemplative practice called the Jesus Prayer. Um, it's, a, it's a silent form of prayer um, that's, that's quite ancient. It goes back all the way to um, the desert mothers and fathers, as, as I understand it. And it's a way to access our interior silence and access um, what author Martin Laird calls um the depthless the depthless excuse me the depthless depth that's a that's a tongue twister the depthless death depth still can't say it um anyway so that's what we're gonna um engage in today so to get us started i'm just gonna read a paragraph by him this this author Martin Laird. This is from his book *Into the Silent Land*, which I highly recommend. It's um, the subtitle is *A Guide to the Christian Practice of Contemplation*. So, this is from page twenty. Martin writes: "The mind's obsessive running in tight circles generates and sustains the anguish that forms the mental cage in which we live much of our lives, or what we take to be our lives. This cage can be comfortable enough." That dog wagged its tail all day long. He's referring to a dog who lived in a cage most of its life. And when it was excited, even though it didn't live in a cage anymore, it would just um, wag its tail and, and go in circles. Because even though it was out of the cage, it just it, it's, you know had this um, ingrained, learned response. Anyway, continuing with, with Laird's passage. But the long-term effects on humans can still be pretty damaging. It makes us believe we are separate from God. God then becomes an object somewhere over there in the distance and as much in need of appeasement as praise. This tyrant God is generated by the illusion of separateness and requires us to live in a mental prison, however lavishly furnished. It makes us believe that we are alone, shameful, stupid, afraid, unlovable, We believe this lie, and our life becomes a cocktail party of posturing masquerade in order to hide the anxiety and ignorance of who 
we truly are. So, just going to find my page here. The Jesus Prayer. The Jesus Prayer, it's a, it's a doorway into the present moment. And it's very simple. The basic instruction is this. At the time of prayer, just let go of all your concerns. Just kind of collect yourself, settle in, and begin to repeat silently the prayer word, which is simply Jesus. So I'm going to ring the bell, and we'll begin, and I'll continue to guide us for a few minutes. So just settle in and notice your body breathing. Perhaps take two or three elongated, deeper breaths. And just allow your body to settle and come into this moment. And on the in-breath, just repeat silently to yourself, Jesus. And on the out-breath, the same thing, Jesus. So the focus is on this word, which is the anchor and the breath. So we have basically two anchors, the breath and the word. And when you become aware that your attention has been stolen, if you find yourself lost, lost in thought, and thoughts will come, that's not the exception, that's the rule. Just gently return your attention to the word and your breath. This helps just return us to the present moment, which is really the whole the whole point of this to sense into the present moment where God is always to be found. allowing the breath in this word to be a doorway into the present. And you may want to play with elongating the exhalation just a bit. So if your in-breath is approximately three seconds, experiment with allowing your out-breath to be perhaps five seconds or a similar kind of ratio. This can really help calm the mind 
in the body because when, uh, when we exhale, it activates our parasympathetic nervous system, which is associated with, with rest and relaxation. So if we exhale longer than we inhale, it can just help settle the system, it can help us concentrate and bring a sense of calmness. And again, whenever you notice that thoughts have taken you away, thoughts, emotions, feelings, whatever it may be, just return to the word, return to the breath. And this is the practice, just again and again and again with ease, with gentleness. Returning to the now, returning to the depth, the spaciousness of this present moment. So we're kind of combining breathing with watchfulness of our thoughts in the name of Jesus, which is what um, an ancient monk named St. John Climacus talked about. He says, with your breathing, combine watchfulness in the name of Jesus. And it's okay if you feel like you're struggling with distracting thoughts. That's a really normal, normal feeling. And just keep returning to that interior calm, your home. Some of you are listening, and I should have said this in the beginning, if some of you who are listening, um, if your faith tradition is not in the broad Christian stream, you can use a different word. You can replace Jesus with another word from perhaps related to your tradition that's more appropriate. And apologies for not saying that in the beginning.
just allow this practice to invite you into your depth, into your interiority, this vast interiority that's intimately connected to the present moment, the here and the now, the only time there really is. And perhaps you can get a glimpse or a taste of the divine presence whose home is within. Closer to us than perhaps we are to ourselves, even closer than our breath. Just see if you can rest in that, to rest in that knowledge whether it's a cerebral knowledge or an experiential knowing, just to settle into that through the word, through the breath, through this kind of watchfulness. This is the practice of presence, the practice of stillness. And once again, if the mind feels chaotic, that's the norm, not the exception, really. So just gently return. Gently return to your word in the breath. And as we close, just a last quote from Martin Laird. He writes, the more we journey towards the center, the closer we are both to God and to each other. The problem of feeling isolated from both God and others is overcoming the experience of the center. This journey into God and in the profound meeting of others in the inner ground of silence is a single movement Exterior isolation is overcome in interior communion. Thank you for your practice, friends, and I look forward to next time. Grace and peace.
are invited to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. streaming on Facebook. You can also watch these messages on the Holland UCC YouTube channel. And for more information, how to get involved, or to support our work, like us on Facebook or visit hollanducc.org.